0: I, I got self-conscious about how my hair looked on Zoom. Like when the music was playing,
1: I didn't notice it until you to started touching it.
0: I don't. It's it's bunching up weird oh. under the headphones. Is why it's that I I. This might be a had Andrew worn headbands like a like he probably should. His life would be okay. But I just don't know what to do with myself.
2: Are you? feeling self-conscious because Sarah is here because with us I don't feel like you care what, what we think of you ever
1: do you care what I think oh, Andrew just, <laughs> it's
0: a just a guest like just to having someone who doesn't see me all the time on zoom
2: uh-huh.
0: that's true because Sarah Haji's here and I'm looking a mess hi Sarah
1: I think your hair looks great um hi so nice to hi. see you guys was it's it nice great that we made the you. intro
0: about me I'm sorry I'm, an, I'm a horrible person <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I'm great honestly I'm, I'm I'm all right. I'm getting my second shot this coming week which is very exciting woo, 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 woo. Um, and then I'm I'm free you know
2: Yeah mm-hmm. what do you, now what does I'm free mean for you because famously I know that you're a, you're you take delight in being an introvert and you like your inside <laughs> time. So by free, what are you going to do? What am
1: I gonna do? Uh, you know I think just the option. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> Staying outside on your own terms. Um,
1: They recently like kind of reopened. We're in phase one of our reopening in the province of Ontario. And mm-hmm. so they have all these patio setups. And it's kind of like just these janky setups on the street that are like, I mean, they're not really enjoyable, but I'm walking by and I'm like, oh, my God, like people are out here having fun. Like it's like nothing happened. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, is everyone lying to each other and pretending that they feel okay? Because I'm looking around and I'm scared of everyone because I haven't had to look at a new person in so long.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the social skills took a minute to come back. Like, I was talking to a group of people in, like, February, and I was like, do I look at each person in the group? Yes! Do do I take turns?
1: How many times do I look at each person? I, I met my friend's neighbor, and I was like, how long do I stare at him? <laughs> yeah. How yeah. How
2: long am I supposed to be staring? Let's see. You can stare at your friend for 10 minutes. You can stare at your friend's neighbor. I think you got got to go two minutes, no more like, than two. Am I falling I... in
1: love? Because we're making eye
2: contact.
0: <laughs> 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 Wait, I, that's the thing I have liked about um, coming out of, uh, you know, not being vaccinated for COVID is, like, I, I think I've taken the opportunity to adjust some of my social skills like that. Because mm. I think I was a very, not like a very either too much eye contact or not enough eye contact person. Mm -hmm. But now because of Zoom, I've sort of been trained, just go around the horn. Everyone gets two seconds.
1: Oh, so you're looking at, you're not looking at yourself on Zoom? So you are treating in-person...
2: Uh, first of all, welcome to the show, Yoz this, this is a podcast where yeah. we eventually get to some racism. But first, we catch up with our friend Sarah, who uh, is a Toronto-based writer, and we have not seen her really since the, an in-person recording of Yoz is Like, racism. right before. Right before everything shut down. It, an in-person, in-studio thing. Um, so she's back. Yeah. And we will also then get to your racism voicemails, um, and first we'll talk about mm-hmm. some current events. Mm-hmm. So you, Andrew, are treating... Real life
0: encounters like Zoom. No, uh, mm, the way I would phrase it is Zoom taught me to treat real life encounters more like a business meeting.
3: Oh God, um, <laughs> How disgusting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I want to conduct my friendships from now on. Is hi, how you doing? Do you want what do you, what are we having for dinner? Wonderful. Hi, how are you doing? Did you see a quiet place too? Hi, how are you doing? You know, just like mm-hmm. keep it keep it moving so that. Keep it moving. Uh, Yeah. Why is that not? Friendship with Andrew
2: is like a Hollywood general. Will you just validate my parking? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not what everyone else learned in in
0: COVID. (laughs) I hung out with Andrew and he said, this will be a fun panel discussion.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is going to (laughs) be just like very productive. Thanks for taking Mm -hmm. notes. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I just, I I think Zoom helped me realize that that's a thing that I, um, I never would know where to look. Yeah. I think. And now I subconsciously know where to look. I think I'm gonna gonna wear
1: sunglasses more. I'm gonna wear more sunglasses. But I I do have sunglasses, but like they're not dark enough. Like you can kind of see my eyeballs, which is (laughs) settling when you think about it. But um and then I'm like, oh shit, people can tell that I'm not looking at them. I feel crazy. I know everyone feels crazy, but I truly feel like I'm I'm the only crazy person. Like I feel still so singular in how I feel. I mm-hmm. felt everything, but I'm like, no, we've sure. all experienced the same thing. But I'm not, I'm not the crazy one. <laughs> no, we've just processed
2: it so differently. To to all experience <laughs> very much of the same thing, to all have such different reactions is, I mean, I I can't think of anything like it. That COVID sure sure is unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Loving
0: it. Let's do it again.
2: S- speaking I guess of we'll unique. Have to. How Sarah? How is the racism finding you um, in your part of Canada? I've talked a little bit about not the racism in this part of Canada because I, I luckily haven't experienced much of that, but just some of the uh, discomfort with people's fastidious rule following that feels sometimes feels a little targeted. Well, I
0: would a little bit argue that the way it's, we've usually been talking about it on the other show, Tawny, you're the, mm, yeah. the microaggression stuff. Uh, Suboptimalpods.com. Uh, you Yo, know, can we live um, just subscribe for premium content where we think we're not talking about racism, but kind of every time Tawny brings it up, it feels like racism. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Sarah, I interrupted you.
1: Um, no, it's okay. Andrew. I mean, first you come in and you talk about yourself and then you interrupt me. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> <feeling> mad. <laughs>
0: I'm don't doing a bad job.
1: Um, You know what? It's like, I do feel like, I mean, this past week, there was a racist hate crime that killed, you know, a bunch of people on a day to day level. There's definitely like this level of racism where I feel like, OK, how am I supposed to say this? Because I feel like I've been following the rules. I mean, I'm not like I don't mm-hmm. think I'm amazing mm-hmm. for following the rules, but I feel like white people who are, like, really uptight about COVID, um, even as things are getting safer here, like, they kind of want this recognition for following the rules. Like, like they saved us all kind of thing. Like, like I haven't seen my parents in, like, six months. Like, well, they live in the city. You could have found a way to see them. Like, I'm not—I don't feel yeah. bad for you because you didn't see people when there were plenty of safe ways to see them. Like, I'm not—you know. And then also one thing that happened here was, um, so, you know— Ontario's a mess. Like our premier, who's the leader of the province, is the brother of Doug, of Rob Ford, who was the mayor of Toronto, who most people know as the guy who smoked crack. Oh, sure. Yeah. Crack smoking mm-hmm. mayor. That's all I know mm-hmm. about him. I mean, there's like so much more about him. I mean, they're just a crazy family. But anyway, he's a leader of our province, um, which mm-hmm. is hilarious and so sad. And, you know, like he shut down playgrounds And, like, white people were so mad that they reversed it so quickly. But then all of the other, like, weird racist policies, like, the over-policing and, like, all the things that they were, like, really cutting down on or shutting down here that were affecting, like, marginalized communities. Like, once the playgrounds reopened, like, no one gave a shit about anything Right. And you're like, yeah, because like a bunch of white people want the playgrounds to be open again and like to go (laughs) golfing and stuff. Not that they were the only ones going to playgrounds, but it was like they were so vocal about it that it was just like it was only enforced for like two days.
2: That's wild when like, you know, especially early on in the pandemic, like that's a pretty those are high touch surfaces or whatever. That seems like a germ minefield.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't early on in the pandemic. This was like maybe two months ago. Oh, really? (laughs) That's how backwards we are. This is like us and knowing it's like an airborne thing. We're like, yeah, you're not going to like, if you touch something, you're probably not going to get COVID. Um, So this was quite recently. um, And it was just so insane. I, yeah, I'm so sick of like dealing with uptight white people who are like, oh my God, like my little kid, like you just shut shut up. We're all going through it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh,
2: Sarah briefly touched on... Really terrible news this week in London, Ontario. um, a family, um, a Muslim family was run down by a twenty year old kid, Nathan Veltman. Um sorry, not kid, a twenty year old man who is a man. murderer. Um, yeah, and only their nine year old boy survived. It's. It's I, I I don't even know what to say. It's terrible. Um, how quickly were people
1: able to label it a hate crime? Did that happen quickly? Do I have too high hopes for Canada? Well, you know what? Usually, it's it takes a while. It's a, it's a, almost the exact same thing as in the U.S. Like, I actually, it's kind of interesting because you know, in 2017, there was one of the biggest mass killings in Canada when someone in Quebec City went to a mosque and killed six people and injured so many others um so that was that took a bit longer to be called a hate crime this one was relatively quick only because there was news of a hit and run the night before the evening before and then by the afternoon like i guess like by like 1 or 2 the next day it was announced that it was a hate crime so i don't know what information they had like we still don't really know much about like you know The guy who did it, uh, other than where he lived and obviously like, oh, he was so quiet or whatever the bullshit that people find out when someone kills people. Um, So there isn't really much known about him. So I don't know why they were quicker to label it a hate crime this time. Mm. Um, It doesn't. I mean, maybe they heard him say something. It still isn't clear. But it was very quickly labeled a hate crime, which very then quickly turned into like, this is not who we are as a country
2: and you're like mm, really
1: it is well it is a big happen. and, it it and yeah. the crazy part is like you know I wrote about um for example I wrote about Christchurch when it happened I've written about mm. the Quebec City massacre a couple times and I was reading my old work I mean I didn't write about this hate crime um but I was reading my old work and I wrote that what I wrote in 2019 about how like you know, the media and so like and how Islamophobia is a really profitable industry across the board. Like you make money for hating Muslims. Like mm-hmm. you can go on tour for writing a book about how evil Muslims are. Like there are platforms built on that and how government policies have enforced that and just like all the things that made it get to this point. And I was reading mm-hmm. that and I was like, oh, my God, I could just I can easily update this with just 2020 examples of how this has changed, because first of all, Canada is very racist. Um And in Quebec, there are even laws. Like, it's very much like France, um, mm-hmm. where there are laws where it's like, you know, religious symbols, which obviously targets mostly Muslim women, where they can't mm-hmm. have jobs at a school or a hospital. Like, you can't, as long as you're in the public sector, you cannot wear your religious symbols. Do they enforce that
2: with other religions? I'm sure it varies place by place, yeah, but... Yeah, they,
1: they do. I mean, technically they do, but I mean, the most... I I guess it's like...
2: Right, the most present.
1: Yeah, there's like a whole secular... You know, Quebec is really obsessed with secularism, secularism, very much like France. Mm -hmm. And it varies... I mean, it's like a bootleg France, basically, in terms of racism, where they just kind of adopt a lot of racist and Islamophobic policies. And, I mean, it's just like, it's not surprising to any of us here.
2: Yeah. When terrible hate crimes involving Muslims happen... And suddenly your inbox is full of people asking you to write about it. Are, I'm, I'm imagining all of the bad ways that that goes. Are there good ways that that is handled or are there, are there ways that make you feel like valued? And like, I'm sure there are because you've done it. You've d- written so much, but I, d- I imagine the doing it wrongs outweigh the doing it rights.
1: Usually it's, I only do it if I have had like a relationship with the editor or it's like someone I, I know a bit or like I, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's like, and I'm sure you guys can relate to this in your own careers, but, you know, like something happens or people realize they need something and then they they come to you and they they see, like, and the way they approach it is just kind of like, you don't really know me because if you did or mm. paid attention to me, you'd know that this isn't the way to go about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a lot of times people have been like, oh, like, I've wanted to work with you for so long. <laughs>
2: but no one had died. Right. There was no crime.
1: And like, it'll be this, anything, just anything to do with Muslims or like hijabs or whatever. And I'll be like, oh no, I'm like, I'm really busy. Like I can't do it. But like, I'd love to be in touch with you about something else. And then like, I'd never hear from them again. Right, 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 right. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I've admired you for so long. Like, I really want you to write for us. I
2: really, I just, I love you. And I just, I want to do anything to get you in here. Bye
1: forever. Yeah. I right. was like, you think I'm stupid. And I, know. I am in a lot of ways, but not this way. <laughs> I was, I mean,
2: I feel like the day after um, uh, Minnesota was, you know, up in flames over George Floyd, I got like three emails in my inbox. One was from... Someone I have not spoken to in ten years asking me to moderate some Zoom. Pa- I was like, "Who are you?" Um, another one was from a celebrity I won't name, but I was like, <laughs> "Not the time." Not like your your shit with black people is so fraught. It's a celebrity who's had issues with black people, oh, and I'm like, "And now you want you me to come?" You what? Right. So you better tell us this later. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I have to take it offline, guys. I have. To, I want to work in this town. Um, and then the third was from a mutual friend connecting me to yet another celebrity who I have never met. And then this man was like, do you want to come on my improv show? And I was like, guys, yeah. this, is not, this is not how we do it. Also, don't give out my email address. I don't care if they're fake. <laughs> I don't want to talk to that man. I loved you in that show, but I don't want you to have my email address.
1: <laughs> I understand the having your foot in the door thing because there's so many times I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to take advantage of this white person right now.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> like, oh, I'm... Yeah, like I, I under, like Maybe, we're, we're yeah. playing a game here, and I'm gonna get money somehow, and then I'm gonna try and keep getting money from you in different ways. Yeah. I'm gonna
2: use you for the money, and you're gonna use me to make you look less racist. So mm-hmm. we're both hustling mm-hmm. here. Well,
0: I mean, yeah, I think th- for me, what often happens is I—that's the fiction I tell myself—and then I realize <laughs> they're also using me for the money, and it's more money that they also made anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm very exploitable. Hit me up. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, but yeah, it is right. Just the the grim, like we need a, a token representation industry is yeah. like <clears throat> there. Yeah. I don't know.
1: And I think a lot of the times people, I feel like it comes from a place also of like, we need coverage on this. We don't mm-hmm. understand anything about this person or this group of people. Uh, so we're like, and, and I feel like it kind of creates this thing where it's like, oh, only Muslim people can talk about Muslim people, which in a lot of senses is true. But like, you know, I read something recently that my friend wrote about what happened in London and she's not Muslim. She's racialized. She's a, uh, she's Indian of Indian descent. And she wrote this, one of the best pieces I've read on how Canadian Muslims feel. And she's not a part of our community and she was able to do a really great job. And I think a lot of times it comes from this fear of like, okay, we'll we'll get you to do it, even though we don't know you and we're just tokenizing you here in a way, but it's to save our own asses because we don't not, we, we refuse to learn how to engage with this community in a meaningful way. Right.
2: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, you need to, yeah, you just need to know someone's work before you ask them to do a thing. Like it seems so simple, but to know them.
1: <laughs> one last thing about this, when I was getting like one in my career was like when I was becoming more popular, I guess, um, every once in a while, like a literary agent would hit me up. And like this is at the time when like I wasn't even writing so many identity pieces like this was like peak me writing dumb shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was just it was not like I was not deep at this point. Um, And they'd be like, oh, my God, like uh, I just. Again, like the whole, like, I love your work type of thing. It's like, you know, really looking about for books. Like, do, would you want to write a memoir about being like a black Muslim woman? I'm like, okay, first of all, I've barely lived a life. <laughs> <laughs> this is like me at like 25. I'm like, I haven't done anything. <laughs> Nothing's happened to me. And they're like, we just, we really want this. I'm like, when have I ever written anything meaningful about being a black Muslim woman? And I was like, is this is what I have to do to get an agent. And then finally I ended up getting one that, she doesn't she was just kind of like what do you like what do you want to do and I was like okay cool I'm signing with you but every once in a while I'll still get people hit me up I'll still have people hit me up and they'll be like oh my god like we're really looking for memoirs about being black and Muslim
2: (laughs) I want because because um you know all of us need um books to put on our Instagram stories when another hate crime happens to show we're doing the work um you I I, what I want to read is I want to read the memoir that you write at Let's say thirty-eight or forty, but you write it from the perspective that you're twenty-five. So just write the memoir as twenty-five-year-old Sarah, and only things leading <laughs> up to that can be in it.
1: Oh my god, Jeez. Like, I mean, still nothing has happened to me. It's five years later, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would say. Like, yeah, I, I played. You know, I really got from super far in Final Fantasy it's during this like one month period. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we can sell this
2: book. I'm telling you.
0: Can you can connect the dots. Yeah, yeah.
1: This
2: is
0: very doable. Just
2: every page be like, as a Muslim woman, as a black woman, like every other page, and it'll be fine. You can talk about whatever you want. I can yeah. be
1: like how Garfield made me see myself as a Muslim woman. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll I'll peg it to Garf somehow. I'm the Garfield guy. So
2: I know you and Joey Clift, like two of our favorite guests to have on, recurring guests, are huge
1: Garfield stands, and we love it. I'm actually not a huge Garfield stand. It just kind of like Every week, like, at least, like, four people send me, like, a Garfield-related thing. And I'm like, you know, I don't like a Garfield.
2: Like- <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you've, no, you're a Garfield
2: girl now. All your <laughs> friends know it. No one else in your group is.
1: I'm interested in Garfield culture. Yes. I'm interested
2: yes. <laughs>
1: in Garfield culture.
2: Okay, hold on. One second. You guys keep talking. Oh, God. Andrew's going to go get one of his insane Garfield shirts. He has the most unhinged shirts I'm in a
1: Facebook group, which is the only reason why I have Facebook, called Simply Garfield's Garfield Group Page. <laughs> and it's like, just, oh, oh my God, I'm so Okay, r-
0: ready? All right, here's it? the big reveal.
1: Oh, oh my, my God. God.
0: It is
2: Garfield's head with sunglasses and it says, Hot Garf Summer. <laughs> Did you
0: have ar- it made? Ar- artificially pre-distressed from presumably some lunatic on Etsy. <laughs> um... Hot garf, hot garf the summer, hot garf summer.
1: The word garf is not good. <laughs> it's disgusting. Please send, the, please send me the link. I'm gonna get one too.
0: <laughs> okay, that's disgusting. Bye. Please send me the link. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we'll 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 make it. Uh, I'll send it to you. I will just. Uh, you should know that former producer Cody Ziegler also bought one of these. So we'll have to yeah. all three wear it on the same day. Yeah.
1: Okay. That. Uh, Okay, that
0: I need it. Hot garf summer. Fuck,
2: I guess I'm getting one too. <laughs> um,
0: Everybody, hot garf summer. I had to, this is just another um, garment I own that should have been like taken from the printer and put straight into the trash can because it's like <laughs> the shelf light. Like this was whack before it finished rendering. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. Just like what are you talking about? Well, I mean this was whack before it started rendering, but still like. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Okay, this is the last thing I'll say about Garfield. I don't even know if you guys want to put this in the in the thing, but I have to Okay, do you guys do you guys remember this going viral? I was telling while you were getting your shirt, I was <laughs> saying that I'm in this Facebook group called Simply Garfield's Group Page and there's this woman I okay, I've googled this so many times. So there's this woman who it, this went viral years ago, okay? And this woman, so it's a photo on The Facebook group, and it's of Garfield leaning, like um, Garfield from the animated Bill Murray movies, and he's leaning on the Eiffel Tower. Oh yes. (laughs) And this is a woman's comment: Garfield, (laughs) (laughs) go find those ISIS rats. (laughs) What? What? Kick them up and throw them back where they came from. (laughs) Don't eat too much pizza or. Lasagna, spelled L-A-S-Z-O-N-I-A, no. loaded with gas. That's it. Catch the ISIS rats and squeeze the cheese, bracket, rotten gases, close bracket, to the point of no return, bracket, lifeless, close bracket. And after that, they made a rule what? in the group, no politics.
0: <laughs> no politics? <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. What? Oh, Um, my God. I simply can think of no better way to go to a break. Um, Everyone just ponder that. In fact, Google it for yourself. Look up the Garfield ISIS comment. I'm sure it'll come up.
1: Garfield ISIS rats, and it'll come up. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back with Sarah. Sarah.
0: Um, We're back.
2: we back. Yeah, I probably should have done that like off, like when we stopped recording. Risky of me. (laughs) Kevin holds my life in his hands.
0: I got it. He really does. Uh, Okay. Uh, I did not realize which animated Garfield you were talking about, Sarah. I'm looking at it right now. It's harrowing stuff. That's
2: a specific (laughs) style of Garfield. I knew exactly what you were talking about. I... I, And he's on the Eiffel Tower. So you see a picture of the Eiffel Tower and your first thought is got to get rid of ISIS. What, mm-hmm. what media are you consuming that your first thought of the Eiffel Tower isn't like pastries or like something dumb in French? Like, I feel like for the longest, America was just fed like the stupidest things about Paris. And now are we just being fed that it's all that it's full of terrorists?
1: I think so. But you know what? Garfield's on the case. Garfield's yeah. going to get them. He's going to get those ISIS rats. <laughs>
2: The oh, cheese part rat, is, you know, oh,
0: you mm-hmm. know what? I'm loving it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: spelling Just. of lasagna is particularly haunting. Um, okay, listeners, I know this isn't what you tune in for, but this is what some you got. Of, for some of them it is. Yep. For some this of is them This is why they're is. here. Um, well, the other reason they're here is for the voicemails. Let's go ahead and kick it off. I, won't, I think I've heard them. I don't know. I don't listen ahead of time. Let's see what this is.
3: Hi, Andrew, Tony, guests, and anybody else who may be there. I'm a white woman who enjoys TikTok, uh, although I am almost 30. And Doja Cat so? music is on there a lot. It's very popular. Now, she was, quote-unquote, canceled in about a year ago, exactly May 2020, uh, for potentially, or rather allegedly, uh, using racist terms on uh, chat rooms online. She's been since un- can- un- uncancelled. but I just can't help but shake the feeling that she's still racist. And as a white woman saying that about a uh, Black performer,
2: am I being racist? Okay,
1: I, re- I remember a lot of this. Sarah, do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, she was showing feet in racial, <laughs> chat, like, discords or something. I feel like there's, like, a meme about it. Like, everyone's always saying, like, she was showing feet in Nazi chat rooms or something.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it. <laughs> and I guess, like, why are you in the Nazi chat room is a reasonable question, but, but they maybe it isn't. She said
2: that she didn't participate in any racist language or whatever. Like, I think she was just there for the kink of it, weirdly, which, like, maybe it's just a kink to have racist look at your feet. Like, I'm being serious. Like, that could just be a thing. And... And the other thing she did, she did use the the F-word slur for queer people a lot. And she admitted that. So that's real. But I don't buy the racist angle. I think she was just into some, I think she was into some unique shit.
1: I, I actually remember reading later on that she like didn't know she was in a racist chat sure. room or something. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really care. Yeah. I, I, I'm not expecting Doja Cat to be my moral center. I just feel like, why are we... Focusing on her. I mean, she's a woman. I'm just like, there's plenty of dudes in rap we could be, quote, canceling. She's also, like, I feel like she's someone who really became famous out of nowhere. And I mm-hmm. think she was an extremely online person. And I don't know. Like, she's she's Black. Like, I'm not going to be like, I mean, if she said something racist, I mean, that's her business. <laughs> I still love her. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I don't even think she did. I don't think anyone's claiming that she said anything racist. Because even when they she like just saw like, the logs, she was just showing pictures or whatever. Um, just hanging out with race. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's I, weird, there is that but.
0: probably like online of it, which is a thing. Which is there is. I guess maybe the reason this question kind of piqued my interest is like, yeah, that was kind of my memory of it, and it was like, there is this weird, like, not weird, probably just very normal, but unfortunate to me thing where you're like very online almost necess like there's a yeah like like there it will be racist you just know it will be racist that's (laughs) i guess because community the world is racist and so of course that's a reflection of that yeah but i don't know i guess it surprises me every time and that's the old man speaking i'm like just racist like that of course they are
2: and i would say (laughs) for the caller like because, you know, we talk about this a lot where like there there is no such thing as canceling. There are people right. saying, hey, I don't like what you did. And it makes me feel icky to consume your work after that. So, Caller, if that's you about Doja Cat, that's fine. Just don't look at her TikToks. Don't listen to her music. Like, I don't I, I'm not going to do that because I don't feel that way when I hear her songs. But if that's what you think of, you don't have to push that aside and be like, no, this is fine. If it's bothering you, it's bothering you. And that's what when that happens on mass, when a lot of people decide, oh, this is bothering me now to consume their work, that's what people are calling cancellation. When really it's just people making choices about the type of shit they want to spend their time with.
1: Yeah. Wow. No, that's exactly it. I mean, if I felt uncomfortable listening to Doja Cat, I just wouldn't. Boom. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't. I also don't think it's like really white people's business.
2: Boom. <laughs> Double boom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doja Cats and you know, shown feet and. In- Nazi chat <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I just find that so insane to it's, say. Just it's a so lot. Many. Just <laughs> the just. phrase showing feet and how we all know what that means <laughs> and that we're like okay with that is sickening to me. I had to um, I had to teach two of my male
2: castmates what WikiFeet was because they've never encountered it. And of mm. course, they were on WikiFeet Men. Oh, not great a Wiki ratings feet either. There's WikiFeet
1: Men? Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's
2: totally not interesting to me at all.
1: I'm glad. it's it's very It's balancing the scales, though. I don't know how I'd feel. Uh, how would you feel if you're on WikiFeet, Tani, as someone who's... I am. Wait,
0: let's say, yeah, I was going to
1: say... Oh, my God. Do before we reveal right? this, no. <laughs> what am I? What? Do they have your size right?
2: I don't know. I didn't really look at it. It <laughs> freaks
1: me out. I really do try not
2: to... It, it makes me, like, when I'm posting pictures and stuff, I, I try to crop my feet out all the time. It just makes me feel
1: weird. My friend's on it, yeah. and uh, they have her shoe size correct. And I'm like, what? You can just know Ooh. that from looking at someone's feet? That's a gift. It's a so- It's a skill. No, I'm not.
2: I'm not kink shaming, but it do, it does not make me feel comfortable. So I am, for myself, I am canceling uh, my own wiki feed. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm well, calling cancellation on.
0: <laughs> but it's not like kink shaming. Well, maybe there's an element of that, I suppose. But it is also just like you are part of someone else's kink unwillingly, uh, and that's like wiki shin though.
2: Wiki shin be popping though. It's popping. Yeah.
0: On. But just if you're ever... All the celebrities cropping off their feet so that they don't want to be on wiki feet, just boon for the wiki knees industry. Mm-hmm.
2: It's a lot of tibia you know? and tibula action yeah. on there. Oh, my God. Let's go to another voicemail before we go down any more of this tangent. I already don't want to be going down.
3: Hey, Andrew, Tony, and potential guest. Um, big big fan of your show. So I'm, I'm a white guy. I'm not sure if that disclosure really matters, but... <laughs> Um, and I, But I believe in the kind of ideology that only white people can be racist in the U.S. because of kind of the power structure behind that, et cetera, et cetera. And I was having a, kind of a discussion with my friend who was saying how, you know, he doesn't like people saying that um, if you voted for Trump, you're automatically racist because there are other reasons to vote for him, yada, 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 whatever. He's not a Trump supporter, but he was kind of playing devil's advocate, I guess. Anyways... Um, and, but I was like, no, like, if you support a racist, you're a racist. Like, it doesn't, like, even if, if you're, you're, if you're, or if you're okay with racism or a racist, you're racist. It's, you know, it's not that complicated. But my question comes into, but if I, if I'm under the belief that only white people can be racist, then do non, can non-white Trump supporters still be racist? Because, like, you know, black Trump supporters, for instance, just because they are using, the power structure of white supremacy, to put down other non-white people, uh, if that makes sense. I, I guess I was a little bit grappling with that ideology, but my guess is I would say yes, because they're using the, the white power structure for real benefits bill, but I'm not sure. Anyways, I uh, love your show. Uh, hope you consider this question. Uh, have a good one. Bye.
2: Oh, that was very kind at the end. Thank you, Color. Oh, that was very sweet.
0: I, I think he may have may have buttered buttered me up a little bit when we were because I was mm. as I was listening to it, I was like, man, you know the fucking answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Andrew. Go. You were just being a. No, no, it's fine. But I. It is this thing where I feel like so many times we get the call of, like, what do you do when there's like a conservative person of color? And it's like. Now I feel we've maybe crossed the line into there's so many examples of, like, if you don't. If you're Mm -hmm. like uh, flummoxed by the existence of like a Candace Owen or whatever, then like. Then you just know. don't know enough people. Yeah, it's like, I, well, yeah, they're outliers and they support white supremacy and lots of people of color support white supremacy and that's pretty simple. And
2: pfft. Yeah, they're buying into the
1: lie of white supremacy because they think it's going to get them somewhere. It, so is this question, okay, like, for example, is Candace Owens racist? Can I call Candace he, Owens yes, racist? Right? Like exactly. Has
2: latched on hard to the idea that only white people in the U.S. can be racist. This is his um these are his his words
0: which is just the semantic of it because it's like you know it i think it's that thing like mid 2000s all the woke white people got onto the like power plus
3: mm-hmm. bias
0: or whatever i think of it which is fine but it's like also an utterly unuseful way to use the word racist. right like
2: it, it's a good way to understand racism. yes it is not <laughs> Practical in in actual practice, it's not. It doesn't make sense in the world.
1: I wonder. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't even matter if someone like if I'm going to be calling someone like Candace Owens racist. Like, yeah, it doesn't. I, I don't think the label matters so much as it does that like some people of color aren't always going to have this high moral standard of being like this is right, this is wrong. Like some people are just fucking <laughs> idiots. Some people are just idiots. Some people think they're going to pay
2: fewer taxes by voting for a bigot. And that's just more often than not. I'm just like, you're just ignorant. And I feel badly for you because you're not educated. And so you are making a choice that's going to negatively infect you and your descendants down the line. Yeah. It is
0: wonderful when people are like, oh, there's reasons to vote for Trump. Like a fucking 9% marginal tax rate cut is worth racism. Like, okay. Mm -hmm
1: or even i guess for a lot of people who are immigrants who voted for trump a huge thing is kind of like well you know what like we got here and we pulled up our bootstraps uh mm-hmm. and we did it the right way the legal way and therefore like these people can't just come in and get in here illegally and like just benefit from this system that we worked so hard to pull ourselves through mm-hmm. without also understanding how different the world was then and how much easier it was to immigrate or to be a refugee um, yeah. and to get asylum yeah. and that type of thing. I mean, here in Canada, it's totally different than it was when my parents came to Canada, which was in like 89. But I think, I guess like, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter if they're racist because it's kind of this individualistic mindset of like, this will benefit me in this way. Therefore, I do not care about anything else because mm-hmm. I'm good. Like um, I'm rich, I'm fine. Where did your
2: parents immigrate from?
1: Somalia. So they came in 1989 and- Long story. But anyway, there was a civil war in 94. um, And that's when a lot of Somali immigrants and also a lot of people from the like Balkan places like Serbia and Bosnians. And Mm -hmm. yeah, the fall of Yugoslavia. Yeah. And and it was I'm not going to say it was easy, but it definitely was. It wasn't like it is now. You know, it's a lot harder now for people to just come to Canada and, you know, Get become uh, a refugee and get citizenship in a few years, it's different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a a huge thing that people don't take into account as well. Mm -hmm. Sure. Right.
0: Well, it's also like, I mean, this missed our news segment because it's probably like, whatever. I, I don't know enough about it to make an informed thing. But, you know, the thing of like Kamala Harris telling people not to...
2: Mm-hmm.
0: come oh, to the border I totally Forgot
2: that yeah sorry everyone sorry, it, don't tweet at us we, we <laughs> just we forgot we had sarah we're so excited uh yeah kamala harris we had said, fucking
0: garfield to talk about
2: Sarah kamala harris said uh to our did she call them neighbors to our neighbors uh below the southern border do not come here do not come we will turn you around yeah. which is in stark contrast to her earlier statements which was literally, come <laughs> Yeah, but also
0: it. it's like we created those conditions that necessitate people leaving.
1: Right, This is our fault. But she's not Trump. <laughs> I'm joking. But I feel like that was like the whole thing is like, yeah, I mean that was evil because there were like, you know, all the semantics of it have changed as well. Like, you know, yeah. everyone was so into saying like kids in cages and now it's kind of like, well, it's not really cages or like
0: Yeah, kids mm-hmm. in cages, wink.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I I saw that kamala harris thing and I, I i just saw people turning her being like don't come into a meme yeah, yeah.
2: which already i'm like
1: what, what i'm also i'm I'm not
2: like defending her comments at all i think it's it's duplicitous um at best and maybe something worse but I, i'm not surprised she's the vice president if we don't think all these fucking people are lying to us most of the time right not not that that excuses it but i guess i'm just like people making it I guess people have to make a big deal out of it for awareness. So let me take that back. But
1: I was not surprised is all. I mean, I don't really believe politicians ever, nor have I ever believed in politicians. Even the best people, the job does not allow them
2: to uh, ascend.
1: But I think like the whole American, like, and it's very American, like the stan culture around politicians, which is just like something Mm -hmm. I will never understand. I feel like people treat it almost like a sports team where it's like, Kamala is my mama, right? Right or die. Right, right, I right. I cannot. I cannot. Like it's a kind of like, well, I love her, and therefore I have no choice because representation representation matters. Like it's like mm. that whole very flat view of like how great right. she is. Right.
0: Which is like it it matters, but it matters yeah. you know a little tiny bit. Like it is it like better her than Mike Pence, indisputably. But like how much better is the gulf between reality and like, yeah. It's a little tiny bit better.
2: (laughs) And it's like the things are separate. And it was bad. And like Americans especially are not good at keeping things separate. Like her representation, I think, is extremely important because hopefully it'll mean somebody else down the line. You know, it it paves the way for hopefully people who are more aligned with my politics than she is. But also, like, I'm sure she's doing a bunch of shit that I don't like. Like, I I don't know. Those things are very separate. And like it doesn't it's not hard for me to be like one thing about this is very good i think and another part of this is probably real bad because yeah fucking politicians
1: i feel like it really shows also it's kind of like you know you could be the first black woman president but you gotta like play this game of Mm -hmm. not really doing what you say i mean not that she's unique in that she's a politician who lies or has been duplicitous but i do think it's yeah, it really is something. I mean, I guess that kind of goes into the question we just heard. Is Kamala Harris is Kamala Harris racist? <laughs>
2: I, oh, God, I don't want to end up on any list for, for that I at know. all. God, don't put that in the description, Kevin, so that no one can search. No one searches it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and if you're listening still, keep your Throw mouth shut. Your also, America,
1: lake. let me in. I'm going to come visit soon. Don't Let's stop me at the border. See. I love your beautiful country. <laughs> Do you have do you have trouble? Do you have trouble at the border?
2: I know right now you can just come. America's like open. There's no COVID here, apparently. Trouble as far as
1: like, yeah, you know what's funny? I do get so um, listeners, I wear a hijab, which you cannot hear, but I'm Muslim, I'm very visibly Muslim. Um, and I get I do get a lot of shit where they're kind of like so I was, I'm the only one in my family who was born in Canada. And there have been so many times where people have assumed my passport's fake. Oh, or they're, no. <laughs> or they're like, hmm. You're I wearing glasses now, and you weren't wearing glasses in that photo. And it's like, yeah, because I'm not gonna <laughs> wear glasses in my passport photo. I don't know if you're allowed to. Um, and they'll be like, so what do you? And, you know, like obviously when you're when you don't have a nine to five, and they ask what you do, they're like, and you get paid to do that. Um, and every yeah. and it feels like everything I'm saying is a lie. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was born in I was born in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel nuts. It feels like you're lying. Right, right. Once someone was like oh, what schools did you go to? And I was like, uh, high school? I was major school? I went to a mall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, those border agents are stressful because all
2: those questions are meant to, like, catch you off guard. So even Mm -hmm. when they seem, like, friendly and normal, it feels insane. Like, and I'm, I'm not wearing a hijab. I'm just, like, brown and scared because of the small amount of weed that was, like, in my purse that I told them about. I said, there's weed in here. I forgot to take it out. Do you want me to throw it away? They said, no. They took some. And gave it back to me. And I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. Jesus.
1: I always have to be patted down. But also it's very embarrassing because it's always in front of everyone where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna pat you down now. And it's like this like a woman touching my hijab to make sure there's like nothing in there. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then you feel like so weird and guilty before anyone. Like, what, like these I'm gonna be on a plane with these people and now they're like, oh my god, like why did they pat her down? Why they pat her down? what they miss? And right. yeah, <laughs> what did they miss? That's exactly it. Right.
2: <laughs> You've just got like a whole cheesecake under your sweatshirt. <laughs> you pull out on the plane.
1: <laughs> we knew you were hiding something. I should start doing stuff like that. Like, yeah, that—that's that, a good idea. Um, yeah. So it always feels—I always feel like I'm a liar, and I'm not lying. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, yeah. no, I'm—I'm I'm very confidently telling the truth. But we'll see what happens when I get on a plane next time. Maybe everyone's just gonna be so happy that they won't yeah. pat me down or be like, "Where are you from?". Where right. are your parents mm-hmm. born? Yeah. They always ask me where my parents were born. And I'm like, Somalia? Oh okay? God.
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, I mean, hopefully when you come, things will be normal. Hopefully people will just be excited to be moving about. And mm-hmm. um, it'll be relatively safe. And, and that's safe, typically
0: the from... track record of America. You know, we get happy and we just get a lot less racist. Oh, so no, no, we're no. fine.
2: I'm, I'm putting everything.
0: It out there. It's going to be good.
2: <laughs> it's going to go well. People are going to mm-hmm. be like, the questions you're going to get asked are like, where are you going? What are you going to do when you get there? Having fun? Like,
0: Where'd you get that uh, Garfield shirt?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. Have you tried wearing a Garfield shirt? That is, that's genius. Kevin, I'm going to wear a Garfield shirt and people are going to be like, she's harmless. She loves a sarcastic right this cartoon way. cat. Hot garf summer. Oh, I see you're not traveling on a Monday.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is how to disarm them i think you figured it out you could use a fake passport wearing a garfield shirt mm-hmm.
1: i really like that note i think i should be like a, a disney adult or something like <laughs> yeah. can just do something like something very uh-huh. harmless that is like i don't even want to ask you what you're about <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean the trick is to have the same garfield shirt in the passport photo
1: <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: just be like is this you what do you yeah. think? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
1: Who else could it be? A Garfield yeah. hijab? Wow, I'm going to do that for my next passport photo when my passport expires in like five years. I think I'm going to I'm gonna wear a Garfield print hijab. Hell yeah. <laughs> <There> you go.
2: <laughs>
1: and see, this is what this show is here for.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, this is what we bring. We're, we're not journalists. We're not the news. Sarah's a writer. Sarah's the most legit one out of all of us. But what we are good mm. at is helping you... Find uh, a way to combat racism when you cross an international border. by wearing a Garfield
1: print something on your body. That's our job. Genius. You guys are geniuses. Thank you so much for helping me figure that out, Kevin.
0: Happy to help. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin only. Uh, I'm just, I pulled up the Garfield shirt uh, and I'm about to put it in the group chat. And I will just say um, the price tag is much smaller than I remembered. and Oh, shit. <laughs>
2: okay, look at this. A $16. Oh, wait, no, I'm in Canada.
0: $12. It's
2: $16 here. How much US is it?
0: 12 That's $12. Twelve.
1: Bucks. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh my God. I love how it says funny t-shirt. Gift for him. Gift for her. Mom gift. Dad gift. Anyone can wear this.
2: Anyone mm-hmm. can wear Moms, it. Wow.
1: dads, girlfriends. Anyone. Ooh, pre-shrunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I have to get this shirt, too? Okay, listeners, you've listened
1: to enough Garfield. Um,
2: thank you for your patience. Boy.
1: I don't love Garfield, guys. Like, it just comes <laughs> up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. This isn't
1: who I am. This is not who I am as a person. 60
2: mm-hmm. seconds ago, you said you were going to get a Garfield print hijab. The ship has yeah. sailed, girl. I'm sorry. Sarah. It's over. This is, this. is <laughs> We have thousands of listeners. It is done. <laughs> do you want us to cut it? Because this S- is your life now.
0: Sarah, not a Garf maniac. <laughs> Haji, thank you for uh, coming Good hanging out with us. And yes. hopefully we'll hanging out with us soon in real life.
1: Yeah, um, Maybe. that's the plan. Uh, what's your Twitter handle now? Kinda Haji? My Twitter handle has changed. Maybe some of you guys followed me before. Long story short, I lost my <laughs> old account. Um, it's Kinda Haji. So Kinda H-A-G-I. Nice. And uh, I, I don't even tweet about Garfield, guys.
0: Mm-mm, it's over. Never. It's- it's Never This is futile
1: They've branded you They all think of
2: you As Garfield girl now I'm That's so gonna sorry, be my but... memoir Oh <laughs> uh, yeah mm. Write that memoir Write that 25 year old memoir <laughs> Garfield girl uh, um, oh, boy. Well, you can find us in all the places, Trondi Newman, at Andrew T. I'm telling you, though, don't send us, don't send me racism to my personal at. I'm just going <laughs> to mute you. I know you mean well. Just send it to the Yo, Is This Racist? That's a controlled way. We, we see it. Kevin sees it. Andrew mm-hmm. sees it. We can bring stuff up. Mm-hmm. Don't, if you send it to me personally, you just get a mute, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. And, and we recognize that, yes, we forget a lot of stuff that is sent to that account, but we'll just stress that, it's even less it. likely yeah. <laughs> if you send it to our personal accounts. Whatever the number was, it's less when you bother us personally. Yeah.
1: People tag you guys and say, Is this racist? Yeah, they
2: go, well, You guys need yeah, to talk about like, this. And I'm like, Yeah, I don't, I don't want this. It's 8 a.m. I'm in bed. I don't want this.
0: It's the people that like tag us and shit to like discuss. And it's like, Motherfucker, are you my TA?
1: Okay, well, I think for a price if you guys send me the stuff, yes. I will then make sure it gets seen. So you're like a, a middle manager. Okay, I like that a lot. If you PayPal me $10, I will make sure Tanya and Andrew see.
0: <laughs> drop, the, yeah. drop the cash app. Drop the cash app.
1: Drop the cash app,
2: <laughs> sis. If you don't have that in Canada. Oh, right. You have e-transfer. Everybody up here asks me to e-transfer. And I'm like, I don't fucking have that. Our banks won't talk to each other.
3: What?
2: Yeah, it's wild. Um, All right. I'm at Trondi Newman. He's at Andrew T. Um, So maybe you heard up top, but just to plug it again, uh, the concert film that my bandmate Bethany Thomas and I made is out now. You can get it uh, at tawnyandbethany.com. We filmed it at my compound after all the wildfires. So you'll see a lot of burnt up fucking land, but you'll hear some cool tunes. So go check that out, tawnyandbethany.com. Anything else, y'all?
0: Just never unnerving when you say my compound. But it is it's correct meant to be <laughs> it is.
2: yeah, so anything else uh at suboptimal pods?
0: We're dropping um a suboptimal episode into the main feed next week. Just a little taste just mm-hmm. a little taste for the I call you freeloaders, but of course no,
2: you're our, you're our <laughs> the wonderful ones of the cherished. Good <laughs> you're our lovely you people um-hmm. Um, we're dropping it in because uh engineer Kevin sorry producer Kevin has to take a little break and therefore we are all going to take a little break so we're this show will not be happening next week in its place will be something not to do with racism of a wildly different tone from our premium shows so don't be surprised just say so enjoy know. yeah all right bye That's everyone it. bye bye Peace. this is you